0: Now what y'all feeling tonight? Black woman is God. Let me say that one more time, man. The black woman is God. That's a good feeling. But I want to talk to y'all tonight. Y'all know I don't want to sit around with y'all all day. about y'all health, man. Y'all got to get y'all health in order immediately. ASAP. This is a, this is a must do. Like right now, as you listening, you need to be training your mind to get your health In order, because that's where it's going to start at, you understand me? It's like, see, I understand everybody can't be like me and do things cold turkey, which I think cold turkey is the best way, you understand what I'm saying? If you're going to quit something, you quit it right then and there, and you make your mind up, and you continuously tell your mind that you're done with it. Like when I quit smoking cigarettes umpteen years ago, I hit the cigarette. I said, I'm done with these, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to smoke these no more. Threw it out the window. This is a whole cigarette. I still got a pack of cigarettes. I gave them away. I threw the whole square out the window. I was done with it. I never smoked one again later on that day, later on that week, later on in life. Because when I was done, I was done. I quit it cold turkey. I was, it was over with. You see what I'm saying? But I understand maybe you can't do that. Why you can't do that, I don't know. When you God, you should be able to do anything at the drop of the dime. But, you know, I understand. I understand the traumatization that's, that that happened to us. You understand me? Now, that's just like, With the um, When I quit eating beef I quit eating beef, that was cold turkey You understand me? I started studying about the beef Which was red meat And I never knew what red meat was In the the totality of knowing What red meat is So as I started working out And I started reading on things You know, I'm reading and reading and reading And there would always be an alert Of red meat It would always say Watch your intake of red meat Watch your intake of red meat. So I'm like, man, what the hell is red meat? You know what I'm saying? If if, if if it's this serious, what the hell is red meat? Which is your cow. Which is your beef. Which is your deer. Which is your goat. You see what I'm saying? This is all red meat. All this is, is a bad thing for your colon. You see what I'm saying? Definitely on the, on the totality of how we eat it every damn day. We eat meat every damn meal. You got to quit that shit. See what I'm saying? But nevertheless, now, as I'm reading about the red meat, I'm like, damn, let me go read the Bible, huh? Because see, like I told y'all, see, y'all got to watch certain conscious people. See, when people become conscious, see, you can even be one of them. See, when you first get knowledge yourself, see, you want to throw out everything that was ever taught to you, but at the end of the day, like I told y'all before, green eggs and ham got a lesson in it if you're going to pay it attention. I'm saying so as I'm reading about the red meat, I pick up the Bible. The Bible gets straight to the point. See what I'm saying? See, because the Bible tells you that you God. It says yes, is God. It, it tells you these things immediately if you pick it up and read it for yourself. Because it says, Don't eat of the split hoof. You know, eat of the, 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 the fruits, the berries, you know, things like this. So you could be God like me. Don't eat of the split hoof. So I say, Damn. The Bible say don't eat of the split hoof. You know the split hoof. That's your pig. That's your that's your cow. That's your goat. The split hoof. Y'all should know what a split hoof is. you understand me? So I'm like, well, damn. If the science is saying don't eat of the of the red meat, and then the Bible saying don't eat of the red meat. All I'm saying is got to be some truth in here about the red meat. You see what I'm saying? It mean don't you shouldn't be indulging in this. Why? Because for a man, your colon is destroyed eating all that red meat, huh, colon cancer by the time you're 50 is inedible, and at this day and age, by the time most of y'all, 35 to 45, y'all gonna have colon cancer, you understand me, if you don't change that shit up right here, right now, today, huh, if you got to do a step-by-step-by-step, you got to do it, Every day, every second, you should be telling your mind, "I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I'm moving on from this. I don't need this no more." This is how you have to train your mind, black people. This is a must. Our health and what we are eating is detrimental to our survival. Huh? So we sitting around. You are what you eat, and what you eat is you. Now you may think, "Oh, look at him just talking some simple shit." But life is simple. The truth is simple. The truth should be so simple I can explain it to my five-year-old child. Wherever that child may be in the world. A five-year-old child, you should be able to explain it to him because the truth is that simple. Anything that's complex is a lie. Huh? Algebra, astronomy, all this shit ain't complex. It's just you don't understand it at the moment. You see what I'm saying? But once you understand it, it's simple. Because truth is simple. You see what I'm saying? So you are what you eat and what you eat is you. So if all you eat is of the dead... Mathematics tell you that you are dead. huh? You eat of the dead all day, every day, and you think you alive. huh? You're walking around, your spirit is dead, your body is dead, your mind is dead. Therefore, you can't see nothing with your third eye, which is your first eye, your all-seeing eye, your eye that tells you what matters and what don't matter. You don't even know how to connect within the penal glass. You see what I'm saying? Because all you eating is of the dead, and you are God. You eating of the dead all day, and that's what you all becoming. That's what we have became as black people, dead people, because we eat of the dead all day, every day. See what I'm saying? So if you eating of the plant, the plant is alive. You understand what I'm saying? The plant is alive. You don't you don't kill the plant to eat from the plant. You just take what you need from the plant. The plant is still alive. You understand me? Water. Most of y'all running around dehydrated, dehydrated as ever could be. Y'all don't even know that. Y'all finna get ready to die. All this, this shit finna get ready to kill y'all. You see what I'm saying? I ain't finna sit around standing front playing no games with y'all. I'm not finna get told you I don't do that feel good message. I'm gonna tell you the truth. This shit finna kill y'all, huh? As as the winter come and then the summer fold back up and the sun become more hotter and your nutrition's ain't right. Listen, man, you finna y'all finna be having heart attacks and strokes. A stroke is inedible when you dehydrate it. So you not even eating of the plant, which is life, and you not drinking of the water, which is life. The water is alive. I keep telling y'all the water is alive. The water does not move from side to side, up and down, all around because of no damn wind or no boats. The water is alive. The water moves on its own. It's alive. It's a live thing. It's the liquid you. I keep telling y'all. You melanated. You the, That's the liquid you. Water is a must. Y'all walking around. We got. Diabetes, diabetics. Diabetics. Have you have it go. We got all these diseases. When more than likely. All you need is two things. The sun. And some water. See what I'm saying? And to stop eating of that meat. You see what I'm saying? Stop eating of that dead. Because this is what I'm saying. Y'all ain't got to. Y'all ain't got to go cold turkey. Like me. When I do my thing, that's that's me, that's how I do my thing, that's how I get through it, you see what I'm saying? But all I'm saying is this, y'all need to wing yourself off of that, you need to not, you say, I ate a hamburger Monday, well damn it, I ain't gonna eat, you don't need to eat no more beef for the week, for the week. That's what I'm saying, man, y'all got to knock that meat down, man, I'm talking about, man, meat is diseased. The best bet you got of eating meat is, is, is simple if you got if you know the person raising the, the meat. Huh? Or if you the raiser. And even then, the meat is just in the realm we're in today. Moving into the fifth dimension, becoming gods and goddesses, black people. We can no longer keep eating of the dead. Huh? You eat of the dead if you have to eat that thing. If you have to eat the animal, then you eat the animal. But even a lion does not eat of the dead. You get what I'm saying? A lion, when a lion kills, a lion eats his meat fresh. A lion don't eat no damn dead meat. The meat is fresh. He killed a damn deer and eat his ass. And when he got enough, he up out of there. The vultures come eat whatever left. You know what I'm saying? You know, you leave the rest for the, for the people, for the, for the, you know, the circle of life out there. They come tear that thing up, you know, because they can eat all that. But the lion don't even eat of the dead. But yet you are supposed to have a high, a higher ability of intelligence. But yet you ain't smart enough to not eat of the dead. See, because they smart enough to understand they are what they eat and what they eat is them. You got a poison arm. A poison anything, really. You got a poison frog. You got a poison butterfly. You got a poison a caterpillar is a butterfly you know evolution before the caterpillar becomes a butterfly he was eating from the poison plant this is how he became a poison butterfly you see what i'm saying because you are what you eat and what you eat is you huh a dragonfly starts off walking in the in the in the water and it starts to eat of everything that makes it develop the wings. So that it can become the dragonfly and fly. You understand me? And it's tricky with the dragonfly. It's crazy because they come out the water, but they can't fall in the water or else they die. But, you know, another conversation for another day. What I'm saying to y'all is this. <clears throat> it's time for y'all to put some serious, serious, serious effort behind y'all diets, man. I don't want to hear about... Oh, it costs too much. I tell you what, it, it don't cost that much to, to go spend that damn hundred dollars on that fool and not buy that outfit, that hairdo, or whatever garbage else we gonna buy, you know, licking all that other nonsense when you go buy this good shit or later on. You can pay with your life, or you can pay with, with the debt. You might pay with a limb. Uh, you might lose your arm, you might lose your leg, you might lose your eyesight. You get what I'm saying? You're not taking care of yourself, you're going to have to pay for it one way or another. See, I keep telling y'all, you are the highest material. You, the body, the soul, the body that the soul is in, needs to be taken care of at all times. At the best quality that it can be taken care of with. This is what we must understand as a people. You understand? We don't have time to be bitching, 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 and bitching about, oh, I don't want to do this. We don't got time for all that. If you want to live, long jeopardy. If you even want to think about living, long jeopardy. Because, you know, it's a hundred trillion ways to die. But we ain't thinking about that. We talking about living. We ain't worried about dying. That's the easy route. We trying to live around this thing. Huh? So y'all got to quit eating to die and eat to live. I don't boy Elijah Muhammad too. Boy, I need to get that book, Eat to Live, man. See what I'm saying? See, see what I'm saying? That's the mathematics of how things add up when it's just the truth. I ain't playing on that. I said y'all eat to die when y'all need to eat to live. Y'all don't even understand the difference. Y'all keep eating up all that dead food and y'all walking around dead. You see what I'm saying? You cannot eat of the dead and think that you are alive. How can this be? Somewhere along the line, something got to give, man. You understand me? And I mean something got to give within that cycle. You cannot keep eating up the dead and and think you're going to be alive. And at the end of the day, if my father, 59, he been eating meat longer than I been living. If he quit eating the meat, I can't let nobody else have an excuse on why they eating the meat. You understand me? There is no excuses on why you still eating the meat. There's no reason to eat the meat. We all know the meat is poison. We all know what the fuck white supremacy got going on with the manufacturing of making chicken. They they growing chicken. They growing beef. Huh? GM on you. Sending you horse meat. Oh, I mean, y'all be amazed what you eat. One day... One day before the end of your day, you're going to get that truth, man. They're going to tell you, man, what's in the McDonald's hamburgers, man. You understand me, man? It ain't enough beef in the world to supply how many, how much beef McDonald's sell every day. So if they say they got 100% beef patties and it ain't that many cows in the world to supply the amount of beef they sell in one day and continuous to be. I mean, so what is actually is they really selling you? Then you understand me. What are you really eating? You understand me? Yes, everything is a little bit messed up, but I'm saying you got to you got to pick a little better from the messed up, huh? You got to pick lesser of the evil, if 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 you will, huh? You got, but see, you can find the local vegetables, the local berries. You can get online and find the organic, real organic, in the dirt. Ain't nobody did nothing but put the water on there and took them out when they were ready. You can find that. It ain't hard to find. Y'all don't want to seek. Y'all are supposed to be seeking beings. This is what y'all supposed to do, seek to find. Stop being so stationary about the situation. Stop being so contempt with the situation. Y'all got to show some rebellions in this situation. So, it's time for y'all to clean up that eating, man. You understand me? Y'all got to clean that eating up, man. We all a work in progress. Every last one of us. My eating ain't the best in the world because I ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't growing it. You see what I'm saying? I got an idea of where it's coming from, but I ain't growing it. So, it ain't the best in the world. Ain't, and that's just how it's going to be for right now. But I'm saying I'm eating better than I was. My colon is clean. See what I'm saying? I quit eating beef at 25. I'm 31. I haven't ate beef never ever again since the day I said I'm done eating beef. And what I did when I stopped eating beef. When I stopped eating beef. See, your mental. All is mental. Mental is where it started. Mental is your strength mental is what you got to keep beating up on because it's a negative weight so you got to keep being beating up on it so that it could pump up pump up and be stronger <clears throat> you understand me so therefore when I quit eating the beef I started eating turkey i said to myself "This." i remember what i said to myself when i went to bought the turkey i had never i had you know of course i didn't eat a little turkey before i ain't talking about the turkey you eat at thanksgiving we talking ground turkey huh turkey bacon Things of this nature, turkey jerky. I was in. The, I was in all of this situation. You understand what I'm saying? Cause, cause this is what I'm, I'm. I'm moving on. You understand what I'm saying? The same way y'all got to move on. You got to move on from what you know just ain't right, and and work toward something that could be that's that's better. So I told myself, I don't give a damn what I thought the turkey tastes like. From this day on, this is gonna be the best meat I ever had in my life. And that's how, I, that's how I operated with the turkey. You understand me? I'm talking turkey lasagna, turkey spaghetti, turkey burgers. Tur- Whatever you were eating with that beef, we were putting that turkey on that thing. You understand me? I brought that home. Got my daddy to quit eating on them beef. You know, we, my daddy, he really don't eat beef like that anyway, but he had to eat beef like once a month. But we ain't need to eat none of that no more. We just eat this turkey, Pop. We gonna eat this turkey, you know what I'm saying? But boom, we both off of that too. We done with that ram. We'd have moved on. But I'm saying that's what you can do. You got to go in there and say, damn it, this turkey bacon going to be the best bacon I ever had in my life. I don't give a damn what I thought it was. This is the best bacon I'm going to ever have in my life. This is what you got to think. Because you got to wing yourself off of these things. It, 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 It may take a little bit more work for you than it took for me. But I'm saying you got to work on it every single day. You understand me? It shouldn't be a time in your life where you not trying to work on it to become better because the way that we eating, the things that we are eating and putting inside our body, the how we living, man, listen, man, we on our way out quicker than we think. You sitting around thinking you all right, man, your kidney getting ready to quit on you. Man, you ain't you ain't had water in three weeks. huh? A lot of y'all probably ain't had water in a longer time than that, man. See what I'm saying? Just think about that. Just sit and think about that. When was the last time I had a whole bottle of water? Just drunk the thing. No, y'all won't drink juice. Y'all won't drink pop. You know, y'all got to have flavor. All this other dumb stuff. You see what I'm saying? That's like I told my brother then when somebody drank the water and they drink the water, say, oh man, that was that water was good. No, you dehydrated, fool. The water didn't taste no better than it been tasting. Huh? The water tastes like water. But all of a sudden, you were dehydrated. See what I'm saying? So now this was the best water you ever had in your life. Because water is life. Water is you. Your melon needs the water. Your skin drying up because you don't got enough water. So, what I want, that's all I wanted to talk to y'all tonight about, man, is stop reading, studying, understanding what you're eating. And every day, you should work on not eating something that you know ain't good. And the meat is one them. We go back to the candy. I like candy. I love candy. To this day, I go in the store. I just stare at the candy out. I ain't gonna eat none of it. Because it's cancer. Huh? Red 40. Blue 12. Purple 80. Yellow 90. This shit cancer. See what I'm saying? See, I know that now. See what I'm saying? So I just go in and just admire the packaging. Huh? In my mind, I ate all of it. Huh? Tasted good. Physically, I ain't touched a piece of it. That's for my body good. I ate that, I ate that that um oatmeal bar, you know, that I made at the crib, at the house. Huh? Understand that, man. This is this is this is man. You have to start to study and understand the things that you eating. I mean, we eating potato chips. What is these potato chips that we eating? We eating cardboard. Huh? What is these fries that you're getting out the freezer? That shit cardboard, man. What is it? It's a bunch of nothing. Sodium this, sodium this, A bunch of nothing. It ain't got a potato in there, but it told you it was a potato chip. Well, I don't know how you make a potato chip without a potato. Hmm? I don't understand all that. Maybe y'all do. Maybe y'all know that part of the math. And I don't know that part of the math. So maybe y'all need to call in and teach me that part of the math. Because I'm trying to learn that part of the math. But I don't know that part of the math. See what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, y'all got to start to study these things and understand the effect of these things and, and, and face the reality of these things. Stop being in denial about these things. Cause these things for real, man. These things for real. Sitting around these people telling you your kids got this and your kids got that. No, your kids technically ain't got nothing, and that's just the motherfucking white supremacy trying to kill the goddamn babies. But you so, you so dead minded, you so dead. That you believe them. See what I'm saying? But if you was alive, mentally, physically, and spiritually, then you wouldn't let a motherfucker play you. Because you would already know what's going on. You understand me? That's just like when my legs got messed up and they want to scam me and all this and try to give me this shot and that shot. No, look here, man. Y'all not finna give me nothing. And I'm done. Matter of fact, damn, the wounds Wrap them up so I can get the hell up out of here, man. I'm going home, man, because I'm not finna sit in here and play with y'all and let y'all think y'all finna be operating on me. See what I'm saying? Because I'm a well-lived being. I'm woke. I'm alive. I understand what's happening. Think you're going to keep, you know, scat-cat scan me and scan this and shot this? No, no, you're not. Uh, I already don't know where this blood came from y'all gave me, you see what I'm saying? I y'all gave me some pig blood, cow blood. Probably cow blood. I'm black, you know what I'm saying? They got probably got to give me cow blood or something. You know what I'm saying? But the bottom line is this. You got to shape up your eating so that you can shape up your thinking and you can shape up your being. You a God. You don't got no reason to continue to be eating of the dead when you try and be alive. You understand what I'm saying? Eat to be alive. Don't eat to die. We got to die already. I don't understand why we so. Yes, I do. You are fasciated with death because you're raised by a deaf culture. You see what I'm saying? So you just think death is just okay. No, death is inedible. Death is something we already know that's going to happen in life one day or another. Point blank period. So in, in the mix of all that, I got to figure out how to live. See what I'm saying? How do you live? So y'all got to learn how to eat to live, man. Y'all got to get the fruits. Y'all got to get the berries, man. Y'all got to start getting the water, man. Y'all need to be putting the lime in your water, getting your alkaline up, man. Y'all got to change y'all structure of how y'all eating. See, don't have a diet because what's in the word of diet? Die. You understand what I'm saying? You're going to die. No, it's not a diet. It's a way of life. This is how I'm going to eat regardless of everywhere I'm at, put me on an island with nothing and nobody, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get that weapon. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to turn this tree into a nice little weapon. But all I'm saying outside of that part, I got to find the leaves. You see what I'm saying? The berries in the trees. So I can eat. Now, if I can't find that thing, then I know it's, it's, you know, of course there's an animal around this thing, and plus there's always bugs. But I'm talking about that's a survival level. I'm talking about, you understand me? I'm telling y'all, that y'all got choices. And y'all not picking them wisely. Y'all eating just like the slave people did. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all eating just like we ate when we was on them plantations, man. Them hog molds, Pig knuckles. Pig ass. Ox tail. That's an ox ass. You eating a- ox ass. Huh? You eating ass, man. <laughs> But yet, you boy, I ain't ain't gonna get into that one, boy. But listen, listen to what you're eating, man, and then just think about it. See, but that's what I'm saying. Your mind is so dead because of what you was feeding it, you are feeding it of the dead, it don't know how to be alive. Y'all got to detox yourself, y'all need a cleansing, man. Y'all got to cleanse yourself from that meat, man. I would advise you to go cold turkey, man. You understand me? I would advise you to wake up every day and say, I'm done. When you think about the meat, you say, I don't want to eat that meat. I ain't gonna eat it. I'm done. When it's smelling good, you say, I don't that shit stink. I don't want no parts of it. This is what you must do. Because it's time for y'all to wing y'allself off that meat, man. Y'all gotta, it's not not, not it's time for y'all to wing y'allself off that bad habit, that bad eating habit, period. You understand me? It's time for y'all to start to take care of you all self. Start to nurture y'all's self so that y'all could be the gods that y'all will put here to be. Black people. Because I don't understand. I don't know if y'all know it. But shit. you all job is to fix the world. The whole world in shambles. The whole world at its ends. You part of the job fixer. The job hasn't been fixed this long so far because we haven't stepped up to fix it for the majority part. You see what I'm saying? We didn't had, had some people put in the work. But for the majority part, it's our time. We got to switch it up now so that the generation 10, 15 years from now, they already in place doing what they supposed to do. Ain't nobody got to tell them what to do because they already know what to do because they've been watching us. So the bottom line is shape that eating up, man. You see what I'm saying, man? You 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 eating meat every single meal. Well, if you're going to eat meat for breakfast, don't eat it for dinner. You see what I'm saying? If you're going to eat, if you don't eat the meat, don't eat the meat late in the day, man. You shouldn't be eating the meat late in the day. No way. Eat the meat first if you're going to eat the meat, man. Don't let that thing digest, man. Because I'm telling you the truth. If you quit eating meat right now, if you quit eating meat, you could fast right now. You could start a fast. No meat for seven days. But yet, you're going to still go to the bathroom and have bowel movements because your body is filled with excess of old meat. That's what I'm trying to get y'all to understand, man. Y'all got a bunch of dead meat just sitting inside y'all. Y'all don't study, so y'all don't understand these kind of things. You see, what I'm saying you don't just eat something and go to if you if you eating correctly, you eat then you go to the bathroom. But when you dealing with that meat, man, you eat that meat today, man. That meat might not come out till next week. So therefore, that meat then set there all the time. So all so we all we all know what happened if you leave a, a um, some meat on the counter, or if you leave the meat in the heat, it spoils. It dies, it creates, it gets maggots and all kind of things, am I correct? So now, put that inside of you, huh? You ate the chicken on Monday, here it is, Saturday, and the chicken still ain't came out of you yet. You think it came out of you because you went to the bathroom, but see, you never took the time out to quit eating, so that your body could actually flush out what it didn't need. See you saying y'all keep eating and 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 eating. Y'all finna kick y'all finna overeat yourself to death. Y'all are literally finna overeat yourself to death. So all I'm saying is start right now today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next week. Don't wait till no damn what they call New Year's. Shit ain't no New Year's anyway. They done fucked up the time. They done gave us their time. New Year's in China ain't till damn February. How the hell we get a New Year's on January? Anyway, don't wait till then. Huh? Y'all already got the killing holiday coming up. You know what I'm saying? Kill Givens. That y'all gonna be sitting around eating death food. Huh? See, it all go together, don't it? Y'all going to be at Kill Givens eating death food. Make a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? Make a lot of sense. It really do. Make a lot of sense. Make a lot of sense. At least it do to me. I don't know what it make to y'all. Make a lot of sense to me that y'all at Kill Givens eating death food. But somehow you think that you all right. <laughs> Clean y'all bodies, man. Let that stuff go. Start eating cleaner, man. Eat, you know what I'm saying? Eat cleaner, man. Wing yourself off, man. Y- y'all, like I said, y'all probably can't go to- cold turkey like me, man. That's just who I am. I'm a cold turkey beast. I got, I got to quit cold turkey. I don't, I can't wing myself off or nothing. I got to quit. If I'm done, I'm done. When it's over for me, it's over. Right then and there. I can't, I can't keep. You know I can't keep indulging and oh I'm gonna quit drinking liquor today, but I'm gonna have a sip tomorrow. No, I can't. I can't wing my way off. I got to quit right then and there. Cause it's a it's a it's an ongoing process with me. I, I tell my mind all day, like I'm done with that. Like I'm done with that. Just like just like with the smoking the weed. I love the weed. Smoke weed all my life. Smoke weed longer than a whole lot of people, man. Smoke more weed than a whole lot of people who act like they were blowing good. You see what I'm saying? I, the boy was blowing good. That's what I call it. That's what they told me I was doing. I was blowing good. Huh? But then it came a point in life, and it just happened. Well, I was just like, man, I don't really want to smoke the weed like that no more. You understand what I'm saying? See, because I ain't say. I'ma quit the weed forever. See, this this see, you got to know yourself. See, see, when you train your mind to in your body, see it reacts like that. I, I ain't say I was gonna quit smoking the weed forever, because if I go back to growing it, I don't know what I may do. You see what I'm saying? But neither less I told myself, like, man, it ain't no need for me to be just smoking all this weed all the time. You know what I'm saying? Every day, I got to smoke the weed. All day. I wake up, I didn't smoke the blunt. I'm just smoking and smoking and smoking. You see what I'm it just ain't no need for me to keep on doing this type of thing. You understand me? So once I put that in my mind, it got to the point to where I don't even—I didn't want to smoke in the daytime. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't blow nothing in the daytime. Shit, I got business to handle. I got folks to go see. I got people to talk to. I got somebody to enlighten. I can't just be sitting around high all day. then trying. How the hell I'm going to teach somebody something. I'm sitting around high. Who the hell am I to teach a nigga something? Who the hell am I to teach anybody something if all I'm sitting around is hot? That just ain't. That just ain't the way me. I ain't, I ain't. I ain't seeing you. You do your thing. How you do your thing. You got to be the God that's in you. This the God that's in me. You see what I'm saying? I can't operate like that. So I had to let it go. I had to. I had to. I had to. You know, I ain't gonna be doing this. You see what I'm saying? I ain't gonna be doing this. I ain't going I ain't gonna blow the weed like this. No, I don't need the weed right now. I'm cool. I'm straight. This is what y'all must be doing with, with yourself. You see what I'm saying? It's got to come a point in time where you just say, I don't need to do that. And that's what you got to get up and tell yourself every day. You see what I'm saying? Now, like I told you, I love weed. Love it. Love it. Everything about it. The natural weed. We talking about the natural weed, not that GMO shit. They, see, that's another thing. See, I started studying. Shout out to Dr. Wesley. You understand me? straight like that, because Dr. Wesley said, the weed, the T-A-C, is making us gay, and everybody, oh, they, you know, they want to come at Dr. Wesley head, this, this, and this, but see, me being me, if something touched your soul, if somebody you never spoke to, never seen, or you just walk up on a conversation, and somebody just happened to say something that touched your soul, huh, that mean they talking about you. One way or another. The situation revolves around you and what you doing or what you then did. So when he when he said that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, damn, the weed, the TAC making you gay. I'm like, damn, what is the what is what the TAC? The TAC fake. Damn, what is what is he talking about? So I go, I got the research for myself. You understand what I'm saying? So I get an understanding, the TAC is fake. You understand what I'm saying, and and the fact that they bumped it up the way they bumped it up let you know it was fake. Because how can they tell you that this plant is 25 percent THC? How can they say this plant is this? They can't tell you that because that's just not a content. That's not real in the content of a plant. You Understand what I'm saying? So then when you start to understand that dro is is called dro cannabinoid or something like that. You see what I'm saying? This was a this was a Delta 88 experience. This is a real situation, y'all. I'm telling y'all about. It's real life. This is the weed we smoking, sitting around talking about we getting high. Yeah, we getting high. Yeah, we had. We drug acts on that TAC. TAC done messed us over. You understand me? So we so I go look into the TAC. So I start to understand like damn. See, I'm old enough to remember. See, my brother and them, they been smoking. My brother and them wasn't smoking no drug weed. They were smoking. They had weed like blueberry. And, and skunk weed, but in reality, this was no dro. This was just good ass regular. See what I'm saying? Regular at its best. And then all of a sudden, in my era, they say, "Oh man, this ain't that. This ain't that regular, man. It's that dro. Oh, this the dro. It's growing water. See, we so by then we we drug addicts. We like shit. It's just dro. It's it better than it. Let me take it. Let me hit that. Then let me try that. Not understanding that the dro is literally a uh, uh, synthetic. Goddamn material. It's a synthetic add-on. It's a synthetic adjective. T-A-C is synthetic. Do you know what I'm saying? The levels of T-A-C that we are at is unreal. So now that I understood the T-A-C, and I said, damn, what Dr. Wesley's saying is absolutely correct because if the T-A-C ain't even real and they... Took the naturalness, because it ain't like it ain't no TAC in the weed. Weed is more CBD than TAC, because weed is an herb. Weed is a medication. Weed is to take you to a higher rim or to relax your body. It's not to get you high. See what I'm saying? So once I start to understand, I said, damn, well, then they got weed 25% THC. That's got to mess with your hormones. Huh? Now outside all the poison that they pumping in the air and pumping down the street and all this and that, you know that's making babies gay. People don't want to believe that. I say this has to be in effect of making the people gay. Look around. What do what do mostly all the gay people do? They smoke the weed. We talking young folk. We ain't talking about the older motherfuckers. We talking about young gay people, huh? Gay people. We got people coming in middle school. They gay already. I mean, damn, people used to be not gay till high school when I was coming up. Nigga gay in middle school. Nothing. you ain't even had no damn. You ain't even had it. You ain't, you ain't even touched nothing, boy, and you gay. Or her. And she gay. You know what I'm saying? But they all smoking that weed. So what's the common factor in all of them? The weed. The TAC must be doing something. You know what I'm saying? But, so once I understood all that, I said, well, damn, man, I got to, I got to get off that TAC. I can't be smoking that TAC like that. You understand what I'm saying? I just can't be doing it. But neither the less. You know, because I went somewhere else on y'all. That's another conversation for another day. I just want y'all to get an understanding of that. You understand what I'm saying? Once I research, as you should do, once I did my own research and studies and got my own truth of the understanding, who am I to go against the truth? Who am I? There ain't no religion. There ain't a. Substance, there ain't nothing on this earth higher than the truth. The truth is supreme. And the truth of the matter was, is the weed, the TAC, was fake. And shit, I, I need to, could not be de- dealing in it. You see what I'm saying? And then, like Dr. Francis, uh, Doctor yeah, Dr. Francis was talking about the weed. And she said, oh, and Dr. Francis has been gone for, for a while. You understand what I'm saying? Off the, off the physical. But well, it ain't been that long. But it's been long enough. To the point to where she wasn't here when this was going on She was at the beginning when she was talking, was talking about the weed She said they're going to legalize the weed Now they're going to have your babies sitting around All of them going to be high Not want to be productive Not want to produce nothing Not want to do nothing Then Dr. Wesley come with a whole other side of the situation Damn all this shit started to add up Now where are we going with the weed Oh it's all the way legal What they going to do They're going to put it in your drinks They're going to give you liquid Marijuana. Mm, mm mm got to be dangerous right there. That's got to be dangerous. Moon rocks. Dab. What is this? You see what I'm saying? So study the food that y'all eating, man. Quit being in denial of the situation and face the facts of it. Because there's no need to play. And you don't have no time for that anyway. The time is right here. Right now, black people. Y'all gonna get it together. Or y'all gonna perish. These are the facts. Now you wanna think I'm playing. Just at home and try. Do what I told you. Study. And stop eating up the dead. And when you stop eating up the dead. You will start to become alive. And as you start to become alive, certain things just start to make more sense. You start to see better. You start to hear better. You start to taste better. You start to feel better. You hear me? This is where we must go, black people. Let's change our eating so we can change our thinking and we're going to change our being. There is no Jesus coming out the sky to save us. We are the saviours, huh? We are the planet saviours. And if we don't know that, man, y'all get ready to see doomsday. So before all that take place, you should say, what is my mission in the situation? First, you must clean up your eating so you can change you can clean up your thinking. When you clean up your eating, you clean up your thinking, you clean up your being, man. When you clean up these three things, it ain't nothing you can't do, man. That's why I'm trying to get y'all to understand. It was the eating better. Once I, I told y'all, once I start eating better, I just start thinking better. When I start thinking better, I start being better. Once I start being better, you know what question I'm feeling better because it's just all the correspond. you see what I'm saying the heart is connected to the feet, just like it's connected to the brain, ain't nothing in the body not connected. it don't matter if it's separate entities, they all move in one. so once you get that understanding like this is, this is what y'all have to do, man. Change your eating so you can change your thinking, man because if you don't if you change your eating you change your eating work like this right I say man I don't wanna eat no, I't eat no pork. I don't eat pork. Damn, gummy bears got gelatin in it. Damn, so I got to pick up the gummy bears. I got to read the gelatin. See, that's, the, that's the start. I pick up the gummy bears. I read the back of the pack and say gelatin. I say, no, nah, I can't eat that shit. I'm going to put that down. See what I'm saying? I'm starting to think better. See what I'm saying? Because uh, I'm eating better. So now I'm thinking better. Uh, I say, high fructose. Damn, this shit getting folks diabetes and shit. Type 9. Goddamn, this should have kill you on the spot. I don't need to eat none of this. You understand me? Every time I pick up something, it's high fructose in it. I need to see, half fructose in there? Oh, no, I can't eat that, man. High fructose in that shit. If I'ma die, at least I'ma avoid this death. Huh? I can't, I can't avoid all of the death. I can't avoid the death, but I can avoid this death. Because this death ain't the death. Huh? This ain't the omega death. This is an avoidable situation. We're not avoiding situations that can be avoided by simple knowledge. Knowledge of self is the means. Huh? That's, that's the star of the foundation. So start to study these things, man. Start to study what you're eating, man. When you're sitting around and you eating that half fruit toast, you eating that blue 40, you eating that... Bullshit-ass McDonald's and sh- and things like that, man. See, once you start to study and you start to say, I, like I told y'all, I can't eat that half-fruit toast. No, 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 I'm cool. You're going to start to think better. You're going to start to be better. That's what we got to do, black people. We have no time to play them kind of games. It's that time in life for you to be God. The creator created you to be what they call God's. Mm-hmm. divine, one of the one in, in, in the one is the one, you are the one, but you're not eating like the one, so you don't know you the one, so all I'm saying is, change the way you eating, so you can change the way you thinking, and you can change the way you feeling, and you can change the way you being, y'all know how it go, I say I, I said feeling before being, but y'all know what the hell I'm saying here, man, uh, I ain't come here to make y'all feel good, Came here to make you think. Man, the black woman is God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah!
0: Hey, look though, I just wanna play this um for y'all, man. I'm gonna let y'all play this, man. Y'all listen to this, man. It's Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, man. Y'all need to get her books, key to the color, color confrontation. Y'all need to Google her, y'all need to study her. Genetic annihilation, that's what you're facing This is why the, the white man don't like you And the white people don't like you Because everything about your melon is what they wish they had Huh? So I just want y'all to listen to this at the end of the day Because this, this is what you're facing And if you don't understand what you're facing Well then death is inedible for you You understand me?
1: until midnight. But I am um, happy to join you this evening at the 8th Melanin Conference. And I thought that I would begin by dedicating my remarks to some of my ancestors. um, To my grandfather, Dr. Henry Clay Crest who died in 1909, and to my father, Dr. Henry N. Crest, who died in 1983, and to my mother, who is still with us. Uh, my mother was a teacher, and as I look back and think about Okay. As I look back and think about um, my mother as a teacher and uh, a person who taught us, the girls in my family, there are three of us, to, you know, say what you think and to have the courage to say the things that are on your mind. to my grandfather because he was a physician in Chicago and he was very political and he died long before I was born but my grandmother used to say your grandfather was a race man that his primary concern was not just what was going on in his office but the welfare and the well-being of black people and a black race. And not long ago, I guess it's been 15 years ago, my father happened to pull out of a trunk in the basement some things that his father had written. He didn't have that much familiarity with his father because his father died when he was about five years of age. But these writings remained. And I don't know that my father had looked at them earlier in his life, but my grandfather, who passed in 1909, had written about how dare people think that they are superior because of the white color of their skin. I didn't know that when I started writing, so my grandfather had written about that, and my father, I looked like my father, and from the time I could hear my father, people would say, oh, she's going to be a doctor just like her father. But my father was also political, maybe not as political as his father. But when I sat down in 1968-69 at the dining room table in our home and was sharing with my father my ideas that came to be known as the Crest Theory of Color Confrontation and Racism, talking about melanin in the late 1960s. And my father said to me, now you must find out what is in the melanin. And I say that that statement on the part of my father opened the door for black people focusing on the topic of melanin because it encouraged me, after I had written the Crest Theory, after I had said that the thing that was motivating people who classify themselves as white was the fact that they did not have melanin and that they were envious and feeling vulnerable to the people who did have melanin. It went further from writing The Crest Theory, and I feel that this inspiration and motivation came from my father to my paper in 1972, Melanin, the Neurochemical Basis for Soul. And my paper in 1975 that was published in the Urban Health Journal, Melanin and the Active Skin melanocyte in laying out the concept that melanin, the melanocyte, was a sense receptor. And whereas I was fought and ridiculed, I was at that time a professor at Howard University College of Medicine. And whereas I was ridiculed, these ideas don't make any sense when a professor at Harvard University read the paper about the active skin melanocyte, the exact title was Black's Hypertension and the active skin melanocyte, I got this long, several-page, single-space letter saying you have opened the door for all kinds of research. I never responded back because I was not going to give my ideas to that source. And I'm sorry that I missed hearing today, or maybe it was yesterday, somebody I think gave a paper on George Washington Carver and melanin. Okay, that was today, because I wanted to hear that because three years ago at the National Medical Association, I gave a paper on the crest theory on the George Washington Carver phenomenon. So I don't know what was said in that paper, but I maintain that George Washington Carver's ability to communicate with plants when he said the plants speak to him. That he was really because the pigment, the black pigment in the melanocyte has the greatest potential to pick up all energy. That actually the energy frequencies from the plant and Dr. George Washington Carver's very black skin that he was tuning in and picking up this energy frequency information and translating it in terms of what plants could do, what they were capable of doing. So maybe I'll get the tapes and hear someone else's ideas on that topic. But I thought that in the short time that I'm speaking to you this evening that I would address myself to what I consider to be very, very critical questions, that we can talk about melanin, but at this point in time in terms of what we see happening in front of us via television and via the media, That the question that we must ask ourselves is that can we, as individual, black people, protect our melanin? Can we collectively protect melanin on this planet? Because I think that a very significant dialogue is going on with us. And if we're not looking broadly, we will miss the communication from the white side of the chessboard. I say that the most important analogy that we can use to center ourselves in reality of today's world is to understand that we are at a gigantic global chessboard. The white side of the chessboard is playing white, white supremacy for white genetic survival. And it is waging war on the black side of the chessboard where all people of color are placed. The black people being the most significant people representing the black side of the chessboard because we have the greatest quantity of melanin that can challenge white genetic survival in the perception of the people, the tiny minority of people on this planet Who classify themselves as white. But that white side of the chessboard has been dialoguing with us for the past several thousand years, but let's just bring it up to present time and the last several months. I maintain that that white side of the chessboard is saying to us, I can kill Two million of you at a time, if I want. And I hope everybody looked at the pictures of the people in Rwanda and saw the high concentration of melanin in the people in Rwanda. That melanin is not protected. They tell us one million people were killed, I say they probably killed two million. And in my mind, two million were killed until proven otherwise. They have already announced to us that their virus that they manufactured, HIV, is going to kill 50 million people with melanin on the African continent. Several years back, getting us accustomed to the slaughter and destruction of Melanin on this planet, they served us up Jonestown and said, I can kill a thousand of you at a blow and make you not even look at it or think about it. Or I can kill you 20 at a time when I kill the people, the children in Atlanta or I can kill you by the hundreds in the urban centers of this area of the world. I am moving all over this planet, destroying melanated people, and maximally melanated people, any time I get ready to think about it. And we have a gentleman in the White House who's saying my ratings are falling. But I can always get high ratings in the system of white supremacy if I just move out and kill some melanated people. Kill them in Panama, kill them in Grenada, kill them in Haiti, let them drown in boats any time we get ready to do so. So do you understand my question? We can talk about melanin. But the critical question is, can we protect melanin? And they're saying up in our faces, you can't do anything about what I decide to do to you. Now, if we don't look at that challenge, if we direct our attention to other things, A massive movement is going on. Melanin is being destroyed. But the system of white supremacy says, I will be able, by offering grants, I will be able, by offering jobs, to tell you that you are the cause of the death of black people. I'll be doing it. But I'll make you focus on yourself, and try to figure out how you can destroy one another. I'll do it to you in Rwanda. I'll set up the Hutu, and I'll set up the Tutsis. I will give each group all the weapons they need. And I say, now I have taught you to hate your melanated selves. Now you fight each other. I'll do it to you on the streets in Los Angeles. I'll set up one group, the Crips, and another group, the Bloods. I'll set up all kind of Muslim groups and say, fight each other. I know I can get you to do it because I have programmed you for thousands of years to hate black. But if we don't see that this war is on the table, we will go off focusing on something else altogether, and the slaughter will continue. So I say, and I know you've heard me say this before, that when I say that the system of racism, white supremacy, is the critical thing that we must focus on because that is what is waging war against us, white people came up with a plan some years back, Global 2000, in which they said, it's too many people of color on this planet. By the year 2000, it's necessary to get rid of two billion. They are about business. They are about serious business, removing as they deem necessary the people of Melanin on this planet, if we do not understand and make an analysis that this is fundamental, it is this dynamic that is taking us out. Everything that we look at, everything else, I believe, and I could be wrong, but as it comes to me, It will be in vain. Everything that we are studying is important. Everything that we look at has high-level significance. But if we are not understanding this massive war and what is at stake, I believe we will not be able to apply our energy force in a laser-type manner so that we really begin to neutralize the war that is coming at us. To me, it is critically essential for us to develop or to articulate a new world order of dialogue. At each and every turn, we have to be saying, To the white side of the chessboard, to the people globally who classify themselves as white. There's no other reason for people to classify themselves as white on this planet other than for the purpose of practicing white supremacy. And so if we begin to escalate, I'm going to ask the people if they let the little babies be quiet because they're running up and down is (laughs) getting at me at this late hour. We have to be able to dialogue back to them and say we understand this war that is being waged against us. Because if we don't label it for what it is, then they'll just keep that train rolling against us. And we just look up and more and more black people are dead everywhere. But we're not telling them, look, we understand what you're doing and we understand precisely why you are doing it. They are working very, very hard to get us away from talking about racism, white supremacy. They are working very hard, let's change the dialogue, let's force them into a change of dialogue. We can do it by giving them grants to talk about multiculturalism, by giving them grants to talk about diversity, to tell them, oh, we don't talk about racism any longer. All this talk about victimizations, that's ridiculous. And so trying to slide us away from proper focus, but we have to hold the line and stay on course. Say, you can talk about diversity if you want. Why don't you sit over there and write the definition of what you mean by diversity? You can focus on multiculturalism if you want. This is our dialogue to the white side of the chessboard. Sit over and define what it is that you're talking about. I've asked them, what do you mean by diversity? They can't answer it. What do you mean by multiculturalism? They can't answer it. These are play words and play concepts that they try to get us To focus on, so we will not be keeping our eye on the proverbial ball. We have to say, no, we're going to hold the line. You can talk about whatever it is that you want. But all of our ancestors and all of the scholars and all of the people who have gotten old trying to show us how to focus. Everything our grandparents ever said to us is these people are doing something that is unjust and incorrect. And mind you, I'm not saying hate white people. I'm not saying disrespect white people. If you sit down to play a game of chess, you can't beat your opponent if you're getting wound up in hate. If you go on the basketball court or the football field and intend to beat your opponent, you cannot do it if you, I hate them, I hate them. Oh, no, no. Know that they're coming on the field to play their very best hand. And if you're confident in yourself, you can say, hey, play your best game. I'm ready for you. Because I'm going to be playing my best game. What is at stake is whether we are going to have justice on this planet. White supremacy is antithetical to justice. You cannot have white supremacy and have justice at the same time. I believe that the system of white supremacy puts the people that they say who are supposed to know about justice in black robes because you have to have melanin To understand what balance in this universe really is so we are the people who are peculiarly suited to bring justice to this planet I believe that is our mission somebody told me that Mahatmas Gandhi somebody said what ask him what is the purpose or the role of the Negro and he is supposed to have answered by saying The Negro will bring justice to planet Earth. And I believe that that is correct because we are the mothers and fathers of everybody on this planet. It's not even open to argument. If you know fundamental biology, you know that white can only produce white. But crystal black, can produce a mutation to albinism, and that will be a white person. Someone just brought me a picture from some of the orphans, all of the hundreds of thousands of black children who have been orphaned by this white supremacy orchestrated war in Rwanda. But the picture was significant because it was all of these little children who no longer have mothers and fathers sleeping on little pallets on the floor, one next to another. But right there in the center of that picture was a little albino Rwandan child. You see, so that black producing white is not a mystery in biology. Black people are the only people, by producing a mutation to albinism, crossing the albino with the black, that you get the entire color spectrum that we call mankind or humankind. If they can get us to deviate from that understanding, that's an understanding that they produce. But they are busy now, for example, many of the zoos who have albino tigers, the white tigers that they boast about, Many of them are now saying, oh, no, in our zoo right here in Washington, D.C., oh, no, that's not an albino. (laughs) That's just the white type. No. That's an albino tiger. The mother and father were brown tigers. But then you can make one albino tiger and eventually you can get another one if they're male and female, mix them together, and then you start producing a white race of albino tigers. So that the question of who is the first person on this planet should not even be a question to anyone who knows basic biology. Somebody told me that black people used to say, this was, I received this second hand. That in the ghettos where they have us living, cramped, overcrowded, and also not necessarily clean sometimes, and roaches would be proliferating. And somebody said black people used to insult each other by saying, you got so many roaches, you even have some white ones. That after you have a buildup of a population at a certain level, you begin to get some mutations to albinism. So I had never heard that, but that's what I was told. So like I said, I wrote the Crest Theory of Color Confrontation 1968-1969, presented it for the first time at the National Medical Association section on neurology and psychiatry. Since I wrote that paper discussing why white people behave in the way that they do, I have been waiting for another person to write a theory to explain white people's behavior, and primarily white people. I asked them, do you have another explanation? Or why white people behave in the way that they do other than their fear of genetic annihilation on a planet where they are dominated numerically by people of color and also genetically because the ability to produce melanin is a dominant genetic trait that can cause white genetic annihilation. I even had a little ad like run in the Palm Beach Gazette in Florida. If anybody If anybody, if anybody on this planet has a better explanation, please send it to me. (laughs) Because I want a theory that's correct. So if mine is not correct, no challenges. No challenges to my saying that white people are mutants. There's a woman, I can't remember the name of the book, two weeks ago in the New York Times, a white woman said, we are mutants. How many people saw that? I don't remember. The, maybe you know the title of that book. You can tell us later. But she said, we're mutants talking to a fellow white people, and we need to face it. Check that. We're mutants, and we need to face it. So I say that we can proceed with a theory. I was talking at the black Caucus this afternoon, told a group of people there, the white banker here in the District of Columbia, the black people in the, you know, Black History Month, when we can talk about our ideas a little bit freely, that one month, without getting into too much trouble. (laughs) black people asked me to come and talk at this bank for the black employees, and of course the white people can attend, about racism. And I talked about the Crest Theory. And at the end of the discussion, the white banker, his bank, came up to me, very polite, very white, white hair, blue eyes, He said, you're right about what you're saying. But what can you do about it? You know, I'm saying it kind of up in your face, but he was just polite, shaking my hand. But what can you do about it? Which is the same thing that we're being shown. We'll go into Haiti. Haiti, look at those blue black people in Haiti. All of that melanin. People who fought white supremacy in a war and won. Now, we can wipe it out whenever we want to, and we certainly don't want melanin plus determination coming over to this area of the world and infecting the melanated people who don't always have a whole lot of determination. A mutant might come up that is really melanated and really determined, and then there would be a serious problem. So I believe that it is time for us, if we don't see the war, we're in serious trouble. If we don't see the threat, we are in serious trouble. Now that the Black hawkers, they were giving all the statistics of black children being born in single-family households. That's not to demean that household. White supremacy is saying, I'm taking away the conditions for enhancing black masculinity. I'm taking away the conditions through which you might produce soldiers to carry on activity on your side of the chessboard. In addition, since I have your situation so strung out and you watch more television than anybody else, I'm going to serve up to you men dressed as women. And I'm going to have you sit there in your frustration, women and male children, and serve up laughingly, in your face, black men dressed as women. Do you all understand me? This is a serious war. Some people may disagree with me, but the war against the Semites is a war to look at. The Semites even now are saying I'm white. I have an article from the Washington Post where the president in Israel talking to the leaders of the the Ethiopian Jews who were feeling racist discrimination from the lighter people against the darker people in the state of Israel. This is recently. And so he said, you ought to be glad that we as a white nation invited you in and let you come and live with us. That's stupidity on their part, because the white people said to them, you're not white. The legal code in this country says Semites of the Jewish religion are of a distinctly different race. So I say even though they are as confused as they can be, and they are hoping to save themselves by serving us up to white supremacy, I had a Jewish girl tell me, Francis, it was a meeting at my house right here in Washington, 15 years ago or so. It was a meeting at my house, all Jewish people. We met to discuss the fact that the same thing is getting ready to happen to you all that happened to us. We met, Francis, to discuss whether we would help you all. We took a vote, Francis. We voted we would not help you all because we had worked too hard to save ourselves. They're still working hard to save themselves. Look, they're the bad ones. It's not us. You thought we were the bad ones in Europe, but no, no. See, it's them. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them on television. See, they're gangsters and get some of their children to sing these bad songs. See, look, they're the enemy. Hey, it's not us. Save us. We're with you. Do you all understand me? When somebody is doing that, it's just like many black people have people in their family because of the miscegenation that took place under white supremacy. Greece and Rome went into Africa, raped the women and produced a mulatto group of people there's called in Latin Semites. We have many black people who can pass for white. Are we all aware of that? Produced by the slave master raping African women. Start reading the slave narratives. Start reading those documents that have listed the people on the plantation where they are classified as Negro mulatto. You see and see long list of mulatto, 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 meaning products of the slave master raping enslaved African women. And so None of the people who are known, even though they can pass for white, if white people know it, they no longer accept that passing. The black lady in, New- in Louisiana who could pass for white, she said, I'm, I'm basically white. I'm going to court and get my papers changed. This is a case Recent case, the judge said, I'm sorry, you cannot be reclassified. (laughs) You cannot maintain white genetic survival and not know where those genes from melanin are, for the most part. Now somebody will say, well, Dr. Welsing is wrong. Have you seen the television shows recently? Where every other program has a black man who's having sex with five white women? Have you seen those talk shows? Stay home sometimes (laughs) in the morning. See, but that's to fake us out. That's to fake us out and make us think, Oh, this is not where the problem is. They're not really, we're not concerned about white genetic annihilation. But when I was on Ron Reagan, when he had that television show coming from California, he had a show on, I guess, racism or people who hate. He had me on that show. I said, but I don't hate white people. But I talked about racism. And next to me was Tom Metzger from Aryan Nations, white supremacists. He was very polite and I was very polite to him. During the commercial break, I touched him on his arm, and I said, tell me something. How many white people would you say are concerned about white genetic annihilation? See, talk to white people. Ask them questions. Have your questions ready. When you feel you're in social situations with a friend, have your questions ready. Learn be polite so he said nearly all of them but they're angry at me because they don't want to admit it and I touched him on his sleeve and I said that's precisely what I thought that's precisely what I thought so here is somebody one of the outspoken upholders of white supremacy who said, no, this is our fundamental concern. So if we begin to understand that, see, it becomes disturbing if we don't love our black selves enough to be comfortable in the presence of somebody who says, I hate you. I remember being on the Phil Donahue show talking about the Crest Theory, laid out the Crest Theory, a white lady in the audience got up and said, according to what she says, I'm a racist, this was a nice lady, polite, telling the truth, but a black lady stood up, oh, I'm insulted, how could she, no, wait, hold it. If somebody says, I hate you, you say, thank you very much for telling me I know what to expect. <laughs> not why do you say that, because you've got enough love and respect for your black self that you're not begging for somebody else to like you, approve of you, and validate you. So we need to get out of that. If I could influence brothers and sisters in those states where they fly that Confederate flag? I said, stop protesting. Tell them to fly it. This is a white supremacy system. Why shouldn't they have a flag that says it? Do you understand what I'm saying? want somebody to lie to you taking the flag down and practicing white supremacy. So if they practice white supremacy, say fly that one. Put the swastika up. Fly it. You see meaning we understand this is a white supremacy state. We're not arguing about that. Do you know what would happen if we took that position? they take that flag down. They say, "Uh uh-oh. Uh Uh-oh. They are getting comfortable dealing with reality. We are in serious trouble. If they are not going to lie to themselves, oh, no, this is a democracy. That's like Mr. Clinton talking about, we are bringing democracy to Haiti. Hey, Do we have so-called democracy here for the black people in the District of Columbia? We don't have the voting senators. We don't have voting people in the House of Representatives. We asked for home rule, they said you can't have it. So is he talking about democracy, justice? The answer is no. It's just like he knows any time I get ready, I can go into black people's church. Stand in front of them and smile three times. I only have to smile at them three times. And they'll just eat up anything I say. Or I'll put on some dark glasses and get a saxophone. (laughs) can blow them out of the water if I do that. I can even walk in front of them and start talking about family values. Someone who some lady is accusing him of asking her to suck his you-know-what is going to come and talk to us about family values, African descendants of black people and African people who were pulled away from the mother continent, families torn apart, not allowed to have families. No apologies to date. we are going to need somebody to love us so much that we're going to say, you can come in front of us and dare to talk about family values. Or when you just passed a crime bill where black men are going to be incarcerated forever, No black child, if they can do anything about it, is going to have a father in the home. And no black lady is going to be able to have a man who has a full-time job. And you're going to come in our church, and we're going to let you come and talk about family values, and then we're going to sing and smile and hug you at the end. No, people, we got to wake up. See, no, you might force us to let you come in. But we we can sit in silence. Or we can sit and look like that does not sound like it makes sense to us. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, if we talk about melanin and don't get in love with melanin, the little children in the high schools are crying here in the District of Columbia. The little highly melanated girls come crying to the psychiatrist because the little boys say to them, we don't date anybody as black as you. Do you all understand me? Did I say, do you all understand me? What good does it do to talk about melanin and not be in love with Crystal Black? So we've got a lot of work to do. And the people who are waging war against us know exactly and precisely where we are. That's why they run those programs out. Martin, is that program called Martin? Prince. You see black men just laughing and clowning and clowning and laughing. We're in a war. War is being waged against us. The, we don't need to talk about family. We just need to talk about survival units. Because the men are gone means a holocaust a genocide is occurring oh stop it says (laughs) I know no black person invented this thing (laughs) I'm only kidding (laughs) I'm going to definitely respect it but do you all understand where I'm coming from? I'm saying face the fact of the war. Melanin is a most valuable substance. The enemy is saying, I can destroy it anytime I want. The question is, can you protect your own melanin? Can you pro- protect your offspring that are melanated, can you protect global melanin? Thank you very much.
0: Can we protect our melanin? Let's face the facts of the war, black people.